Courtney, we have another guest. Yes, we do. We are here with Gary Chapin. He is a senior associate for the Center for Collaborative Education. Welcome, Gary. Thank you very much. Happy to, to be here. Good to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do uh, with, the, with the center. Um, I work with uh, schools and districts and states all over the country to uh, help them help them set up systems of uh, performance assessment. My specific field within CCE, CCE focuses on a lot of areas around personalized learning, but my specific work is almost entirely around performance assessment. Okay. What does, what does that look like for, for schools? When, when you do work with, with schools and districts, uh, actually designing the actual assessments, or, or is it something that you're developing as a center and then bringing to schools as, as a guide? or, or a Well, our main goal is to um, develop the capacity for teachers within schools to design their own assessments mm -hmm. um, because the whole the purpose of performance assessments or the only way that performance assessments work is if it's a living process where you revisit it continuously so if you bring a set of static assessments and say aha performance assessments <laughs> they won't be performance assessments because the collaborative process is gone uh, calibration doesn't work they're not authentic because they're imposed from the outside or imposed from the outside um, so we're really about the process and developing the capacity of teachers to do the work. So what does it, um, when you first start with teachers, um, I don't, I wonder, I, I'm sure you have a variety. You have teachers who are kind of bought in to some extent and willing and want, like, want you there, right? Right. And then I'm sure you also work with people that you have to convince that this yes. is the way to go. So um, what... Let's talk about the people we have to convince, right? So yeah. what are the messages you give them about why this is important to do? I think even the people you don't have to convince, you have to keep talking about why. Yeah, that's you, true. You always have the why part. And I personally, even though I don't know if everybody in my organization does this, but I personally feel like advocacy is a central part of my role. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been accused of preaching. So, um, How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, it's always back and forth, back and forth. If you've got, because change in a person happens over time. So let's say I'm working with, so to give a real example, I'm working with the Quabbin School District in Western Mass. Mm -hmm. So we have a year of work with them. And so we're going to, so in the first session, I didn't, it wasn't necessary to get everybody to buy in because some people buy in by doing it. So right. you have to give them the capacity to do it first. Other people can be convinced. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, and part of my dream is if I could just write the perfect essay, everybody would agree. <laughs> that would be <laughs> nice. I could just hand it to them. <laughs> so, you, so you go back and forth between doing and talking and having one-on-one -on -one conversations. Um, it's always one conversation at a time. You try and get as many points of communication as you can. And that was something I learned from uh, Chris Chamberlain, who was my mentor. Do you ever set it up so that um, the people learning about performance assessments experience one? <laughs> Funny you should mention oh, that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, that actually is a part of what we do, but most explicitly recently, 
we've been working on micro-credentials for performance assessment. And I'm not sure how familiar you are with micro-credentials. I wasn't before I started working on this. But a micro-credential is a form of performance assessment. It, prevents you, it presents you with uh, this, the learning target, with what sort of evidence will be acceptable. Right. There's a rubric that describes success, and there are resources. The only thing that's missing is any reference to instruction. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the idea of a performance is, of a micro-credential is that the instruction is up to the person who's doing the learning. They can do it however they wish or however they need to or however suits them and so it's what it is is it's a radically personalized form yes. of performance assessment right. Right. so last year uh, we piloted a series of performance assessments in Rhode Island and this year we're building the pilot out into Jefferson County Kentucky uh, Henry County Georgia and continuing in Rhode Island so we're going from 50 teachers to districts that have between them 140,000 teachers so we're really we're building out so so that's where we really started talking about uh, in order to get by in order to to earn the credential people have to actually demonstrate the thing they're doing and they submit video of leading meetings so they really are performance assessments about performance assessment which is probably not as clever as I think it is, it's, but I enjoy it. That's very nice. That's That's very nice. That's awesome sounding. We're very pleased. I live a good life. <laughs> it's It sounds like you're very passionate about what you do. Absolutely. <laughs> so when we talk about personalized learning, we always ask uh, a question of all our guests. If, if you have to give some advice to our listeners, uh, what is your biggest do-do about personalized learning? Well, the best... Um, the best aphorism I ever heard um, came from the curriculum director in Farmington, Leanne Condon. Condon. She said, um, start now, go slow, don't stop. Mm-hmm. And um, I think trying for speed or trying for efficiency is just shooting yourself in the foot. There's nothing about this that's efficient. There's nothing about it that's... There's nothing about collaboration that's efficient. Um, there's there's a, a poet who I forget who, she said, efficiency is the opposite of love. And I don't know if that's true, but it captures this spirit. People who are impatient are gonna make mistakes. And if you just keep going, keep talking, keep having the conversations, it's always one conversation at a time. Everybody gets, everybody gets it at a different point. And so you just keep trying. It's like water trying to get through stone. It keeps looking for the weak points. And eventually it does. I mean, water always wins against the uh, bedrock. Gary, you win for the most zen interview we've done. (laughs) Well, I'm happy to be of service. Yeah, it's very inspiring. Metaphors are my life. (laughs) Thank you very much for talking with us today. You're welcome. Thank you.